Hello and welcome to Dowdy, the podcast where me, Mariana Feijó, talk to my guests about the concept of bravery, or braveness, even just the moments where folks have been slightly out of their comfort zones. Hello, this week I was brave because I stood up to a doctor. And this actually relates to this episode. At the end of the episode, we talk a little bit about uh, health stuff and how sometimes you need to do your own research in order to feel better about your health. I have polycystic ovaries and since I was diagnosed at like age 15, I've taken different kinds of hormones because I started by taking just hormones because the doctor that was following me at the time thought I shouldn't take contraceptive anything because I was too young, which is bonkers. I I wasn't having sex at the time, but still it's bonkers to just believe that a 15-year-old wouldn't be having sex. But since that age, I've been taking different kinds of hormones and pills and having periods of feeling great and periods of feeling like shit because of PMS, headaches, mood changes. And I'm currently not doing very well with the pill I'm on and really, really needed to talk to a doctor, which is very hard during COVID times. You can't just book an in-person appointment. I've had to head a phone appointment and I hate talking on the phone but I did it I told the doctor what was wrong with me weirdly they asked me what I thought should be the next step and the treatment I should do next and I was like oh, girl you are the doctor why are you asking me but we we did discuss all the possibilities that there are and we have a plan that I'm looking forward to trying i'm not sure if it will be the the solution but we'll see as for dowdy this episode starts as it always does with my guest verona rose introducing herself my name is verona rose i'm an actor a writer i like to do some directing and a bit of photography it's great Uh, verona is great we've met like a long time ago now Uh, and i'm always very happy to see all the things she's doing so like follow her because she's doing a lot of great stuff oh thank you uh, how would you define bravery oh gosh tough question bravery i think that actually it's something that i don't think that like a, like it's it's a particular trait that somebody has i think it's um, a spur of the moment thing where it's almost um that fight or flight um thing might kick in or or yeah or another um yeah just like a natural thing that might you know but i don't think that it's something that we 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 have that's always there i think you know this is the spur of the moment okay now and now this is how my body or my brain wants me to react maybe yeah i guess that makes sense because yeah whenever people talk about bravery it's never it's never like I really thought about this a lot and then I decided that I'm going to do it even though it's really hard and difficult and whatever, so I'm going to be brave. No, it's just it just happens. So, yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah, that's a, a good point that I think hadn't been brought up yet in the podcast, so yay! yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that mine was different. Have you thought, I've asked you to think about moments in your life in which you have been brave. Have you thought about any? Do you know what? I found that really, really tough. Um, I'm not sure if the moments that I'm thinking about, I'm not sure if they were bravery or um, stupidity. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I've got like a, you know, like a few times that I guess 
because I, I don't even like the, the word brave to me could mean so many different things. But yeah, I've got a time in particular that I think, OK, yeah, maybe I was a bit brave in that in that yeah. um, time. Would you yeah. like to share it with us? Sure. OK, I'm going to it's a long story, so I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to keep it short. OK, <laughs> but um, it's not even funny. I'm laughing and it's not even funny. But um, I actually about 10, no, actually a bit more than 10 years ago now, I got attacked with a friend of mine and we were we were um, it was a racial attack actually um by men we got beaten up by 20 men um in southampton yeah it was it was um i'm, I'm not gonna like get get make you sad you know because it, it can it can it gets it, i i always cry when i tell the story and i'm not doing that today yeah <laughs> but that in that particular particular moment i was um running my own um modeling agency and they so got attacked, you know, got punched in the face, got hit on the head with bricks and, you know, got stones thrown at us. It was it was just horrific. But my when I got punched, I dropped my bag and somebody took my bag and it had my phone and it had my money. I had my door keys and things like that in. And the door keys and stuff went, it didn't really bother. Well, actually, the door keys did bother me because that I was stressed for days about that because it was my parents' house. Um and they end up taunting us actually with oh, the phone because you know they had the phone. Yeah, horrific. But um, because I needed my phone because I had all of my contacts in for like the modelling agency I was running, I was just like these mo- these mofo's better give me my phone back. And I feel like at that moment I was brave because in my head it's either brave or stupidity. As I said, mm-hmm. in my head I was like these motherfuckers better kill me today, kill me right here right now. Or give my bag back. Like, so I, I kind of was like, um, I was ready to confront them. Whereas maybe I shouldn't have because they they were, they, you know, they were cray cray, yeah. basically. So, so yeah, I am, um, I approached them for my bag and um, it didn't end very well. But, but my, um, my, my dad came and my mum came because we managed to call them for my friend's phone but yeah it wasn't it wasn't a brave story i think it was a little bit stupid because i was just like i'm going to fight these men because they want to racially abuse me um yeah so there <laughs> that's my bravery story i guess yeah but that, that's like uh, yeah i it's it's a huge uh, story because there's so much involved and i think it's 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 interesting that what you, what made you fight back was the phone which is uh, a super I guess important thing if you were running a business and had, had all your contacts in, and let's like ten years ago, so it's not uh, maybe other things. It wasn't a nice phone. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a nice phone. It was a, it was just you know one of those. It was like a brick basically. Yeah. But we didn't live as much online, so you had everything on your phone. You didn't have another way to to reach people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We have talked a little bit on the podcast about like the difference between bravery or stupidity as. And I think it comes from the spur of the moment thing because you're technically not thinking. It's what happens on the moment. So it's like, yeah. And it, it is a thin line between bravery and stupidity. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. <laughs> and I think it may come from the result. Like if if your reaction had made you more like uh, be more hurt in the process... Maybe it would have been stupid, but if your reaction uh, did have any result that was more positive for you, maybe it's bravery. No, I think you're right. And I think that, you know, when we end up calling people heroes and things like that, 
I guess if the outcome, as you're saying, is positive, then they're a hero. But if they're not, maybe this is like, what you know, what was this person doing? Like, um, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I was robbed last year in Soho in a not no vi- not a violent thing. They just grabbed my bag while bag while I was having coffee, but I had like my camera and my laptop in it. I remember, I remember yeah. you posting about it. And my only reaction at the moment was crying. I just couldn't stop crying. Oh. Uh, so yeah, that was my reaction to being idolized. But that's horrible. I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. It's it's in the they past. Did they? S- okay, yeah. But, yeah. But, but did they see? Did they must have seen that you had that stuff or what? I don't think or did so. They just, get they, lucky? they just wanted money because uh, they tried to use my card to like buy groceries so i think they were just people looking for money to buy food which i also like empathize with yeah i was just unlucky in a way to have all my stuff on me on that day which well oh bless you yeah well i think you were very brave to not run after them and just because i mean what can you do you can't run after somebody i i don't think i would run after them because i'd be like you know they might attack me they've already done this yeah you know, I, so, I did yeah. I did get uh like someone on the street this week and started uh, also arguing with me because of a hoodie I was wearing. Uh yes. Uh and I also empathize with the reason they were to- uh, uh, arguing with me. What was the hoodie? The hoodies from my capoeira group. Uh and my capoeira group is called Jinga de Quilombo and Quilombo is the place in Brazil where enslaved people were free for the first time. And I think she had a, an issue with a white person wearing something that is related to African history. And I totally... So was she was she Brazilian then? Uh, I, I'm not sure. She was a black woman. So she might have been uh, a Brazilian woman who knows the history yeah. of the Quilombo. So I totally empathize with the reasons. But she, <laughs> she was also not very well, I guess, ment- mental health-wise. And I think she was a little drunk. She uh, uh, threatened to break a, a bottle in my head. Uh, yes. Oh, my... Recently? Yeah, it was this Sunday. Uh, oh, my gosh. You must have been so scared. I wasn't because I didn't think she would go... Uh, uh, she would go forward with the threat. Uh, and I was okay. in, like, a public place with other people around me. But it's one of those moments where you think... Ah, what can I do? Because I don't want to argue with you. This is the thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. So what can I ask you? What was on the top? It's It was just the name of my group, which is called oh, Jinga de Quilombo. Writing. So I th- what bothered her was the word Quilombo being worn, I guess. She, she didn't contextualize her anger very well, but that's what I believe she she was she had a problem with which i okay. i get uh in in a way it's not my history it's part of the history of my capoeira group that's why i was wearing the it's hoodie. always a tough one yeah. isn't it it's tough i think it's nice that you're able to empathize i'm i'm like that as well i always empathize with people i'm like okay, i see it from their perspective as well but i think it's a tough one because i think it's okay for you to someone's always going to have an issue with something you know yeah the, I'm sorry if I'm going off topic, but is that going to stop you from wearing it? I don't think it will because it's my capoeira group and the people in my capoeira capoeira group, the the like the founder of the capoeira group is a Brazilian black man with heritage from the people that were in the Quilombo. So he's okay, okay with me wearing the hoodie. Oh, fair enough. 
and that's uh, who I'm basing my my choices in. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 also happy to to have people tell me they don't agree with me and discuss it with them, because uh, I'm open to that that conversation. Uh, yeah. Uh, on the on the other hand, have there been moments in your life in which you haven't done something because of lack of bravery or maybe fear? Um, so I think fear, the fear, because I, I always say like the fear of something is much greater than the actual doing of something. So, you know, like maybe fear in public speaking or, or, um, attempting, you know, just attempting something you want to do. Um, but I'm sure I've had that before. I've, I used to have, um, really, really low self-esteem, but, um, actually found out that I still have low self-esteem recently <laughs> before lockdown but I, I wasn't aware until I'd done this um I went to an event and done a um uh test and it came back that I still have low self-esteem oh. but um yes yeah, I, I used to not do things through fear as opposed to not like not stand up for myself or something but I think that's a really tough one has there been a time I, I, I imagine there has been a time where I've been annoyed with myself that I've not done something you know like because I was maybe a bit scared at the time or fearful so but I can't oh it's really hard from the top of my head I can't think yeah you know yeah yeah but that's a rubbish answer it's cool uh I think like the low self-esteem or lack of confidence is something that makes you not just stuff uh, a lot and I think it's interesting that because looking at you and seeing what you do uh, the amount of things you do uh, with your work and uh, most of the times with you being a face on screen, I wouldn't say you have any lack of self-esteem or confidence, but apparently you've yeah. done that uh, that test that says you do. So that is interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, I agree with the test now as well, but I think, I think it's, um, I, I've always said, I actually ran a course for a bit, um, it's easier to act confident than to be confident. But with acting confident, I think you can then, you know, eventually become confident. But I think, yeah, for some reason, I people seem to think I look super confident and super like, yeah, she's got it together. I, I feel like I've got it together, but the confidence and stuff like that, I am still like, sometimes. Yeah, I feel the same about myself because I also like uh, doubt myself a lot. And do uh, like every time before I leave the house to do something, I think about it a thousand times before I go through with it. Uh, but like in the last podcast recording, my guest was telling me, really? I, I wouldn't say that by seeing you. I wouldn't have any, I wouldn't have had like the slightest clue that you were like that yeah at all maybe we're just all uh, inside our heads being afraid of everything and then still doing stuff which i think is do you know what i think and i and i think most most probably a lot of us are but also i think it's important that we say that we do because then it wouldn't be so you know when, when there are some of us like oh my gosh this person's so confident i wish i was more like them and i wish i you know i wish i was more um uh sorry let me move this because i can hear it banging on the mic um yeah you know when we're looking at other people f through i don't know if it's smoke and mirrors or what but we're wishing that we were more like them if the, if everyone spoke out and said actually i'm not really really confident i just do because i know i have to do maybe that's yeah 
And I think that's a lot. That's also one of the reasons um, I think a lot of people aren't able to to say they are they were brave or pick up moments in their life in which they were brave. It's because maybe before they did something, they were th afraid of doing it, or like they were thinking about all the things that could go wrong, and then they just did it because they had to to do it because yeah, that's just how things happen. Sometimes you just have to do them. So you don't really think you were brave because you were just afraid uh, in the moment or you were just worrying a lot in the moment. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Is there anything coming up in your life that will require you to be brave in order to do? Ooh, anything coming up in my life that's going to um, require me to be brave? I guess I, I've got some, like, you know, like performing work that um, that's coming up that... I'm kind of like, oh my goodness, like really, like you guys think I can do this and I'm just going to have to do it and I'm going to have to do it the best, to the best of my ability, um, even though part of me is like, why do I put myself through this? Oh, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if you ever feel like that. When I used to do the improv with you guys and all of that, like it was so... For me, I used to just be like, why have I put myself through this again? I've told everyone I'm coming. I'm going to have to go. And why am I on stage? Like, what is going on? Do you ever feel like that? Uh, I think like right at the beginning, maybe. But with improv stuff or like stand-up stuff, uh, which I do a lot of now, yeah. uh, I'm really happy on stage. So maybe before I go, I'm thinking, oh, I've never been to this show. I've never been at this venue. I'm trying new material and I may bomb. But then I'm really, really happy on stage. Okay. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy on stage. I shouldn't act like I'm scared of the stage. But I think sometimes I am like, like, so if, if I've got like a show coming out on TV and I'm like, oh, my goodness, if I made a fool of myself, I'm putting myself through this. Oh, I'm going to have to, you know, am I going to watch it? You know, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, sorry if I go off topic because I'm, I'm, oh, I'm do, a waffle, do, babe. Do waffle <laughs> I waffle so much. <laughs> sorry. But, yeah, um, I don't think I've got anything coming up and I and to be honest with you I don't want anything to come up that I actually really have to be brave because this just like just sounds scary yeah like that's like oh my gosh you've got to be brave now because you've got to support you know someone in your family or close friend or blah 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 no no thank you I just don't want anything to happen that I'm gonna have to be brave yeah in that, <laughs> just want to be able to in be that normal. sense yeah it's better like yeah if you are if you are going to be brave in like the near future for something it's better that it's one of those spur of the moment things because when you do have to think about being brave it's because there's something huge that you have to go through yes yes and no one wants to go through that um panic no one wants high blood pressure yeah I certainly don't <laughs> You do have like a big project that you were uh, doing a GoFundMe for. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for all of your support oh, with that no as well. Worries. I appreciate it so much. It means so, so much. It really does. Thank yeah. you. That, that to me is like a brave thing because you're producing it yourself with a group of people. Maybe I'm not. Yeah, there's more than just you, but it it is brave to do like a big project on your own. I know I've I've seen us on social media that you may have a production company now um, supporting you. Yeah, I decided. <laughs> but it's a big thing to start a project like that on your own without uh, some like a production company behind you. 
I totally agree. I totally agree. And it was it was difficult and it was a difficult decision to make as well. But I was like, I just want to do this and I want to get it done without having, you know, production company come in and change your idea and um the, the weight that it takes, but um, as in like weight, the, the length of time it takes. But yeah, I have now linked up with the production company. I'm really happy. <laughs> I, but before I was like, oh, you know, I've done stuff in the past and they, they'll, they'll be like, they water it down a little bit. And I'm like, you know, I do want to keep the essence of, of what it actually is like in a black hair salon. Um, even though the thing I made was a little bit, I, I wanted it to be slapstick, but maybe a little bit more slap, slapstick than I wanted it. But um, yeah, I am now, that did take take bravery. And yeah, now I am working with a production company, but they're super cool production company. And they're, they're really, um, we're all on the same page at the minute, which is good. But that is also another thing you need to be brave at, I guess, collaborating and putting your project in someone, someone else's, uh, someone help. Uh, this will be hard for me to say someone <laughs> else's hands as well uh, yeah because um, you yeah. may lose part of what you wanted the project to be so it's also brave uh, to to take that step yeah I, I agree yeah and I, I guess bravery we have to take chances don't we with everything we do because if you don't ever take chances everything's going to stay the same yeah and you know we all want to progress we all want to build we all want to grow true and that's 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 a great uh, great way to put it to take chances because that's what we do have to do and yeah i th i think that's what i'm trying to do with the podcast a little bit as well is to realize that bravery is not those heroic acts or it's not solely those heroic acts all the little things we do day to day sometimes not ev not all the little things i guess uh going to the toilet is not brave but uh, <laughs> yeah all those things we do day to day are uh are maybe brave our little moments of bravery yeah yeah i agree um always someone real or fictional or like from your own life or from like a public figure that you think is uh, an, exa an example of bravery oh this is a tough one Someone that is a... Do you know what? Someone that's fiction. Like actually, she's real, very real. Her name is Ariel. Yeah. She's the Little Mermaid. Um, do you know Disney's Little Mermaid? Yes. And I feel like she had to show bravery because... I, well, like, do you know, I watched it again recently and, oh my goodness, it was the best thing ever because it's like I know it word for word. It's like my favourite film from, from a kid, right? And I think the fact that she decided she wanted to be with a human and she went to... Um, you know, she's a mermaid <laughs> with flippers and fins and stuff. She wanted to be with a human. And she went against her family's wishes to, to make that happen. I think that that is a massive act of bravery. And, um, you know, I think, yeah, she took a chance. And I think I think if more people were like Ariel, we'd be, have a much better world. You know, we just we just accept everyone for who they are and um, and love everyone for who they are. So I am going to say Ariel from The Little Mermaid. I used to have a little Barbie doll of Ariel that my sister brought uh, from the UK when she came like on a holiday and she brought it back to me. Oh. So I also have like... Do you know what happened to it? It's still... <laughs> I was going to say it's still in a box in my room back at my parents, but it's not because my niece stole it. But it's fine. 
At oh, least, that's cute yeah. that she's got. Oh. At least there's a, a kid playing with it. I don't know if she still plays with it because she's now 11, so she's like acting like an adult. But, yeah. yeah, when we were 11, we would have still been playing with it, though. Yeah, right? it's times have changed. I was. I remember going to my friend's attic, which was three of us. We used to play in the attic with our Barbie dolls. So yeah. Oh, I love that. And also pretending special time. Pretending that we had real lives. Like when we weren't playing with the dolls, we had personas. Each of us had like a career. We had little ideas that we made ourselves. Oh, that's so cool. The things that we used to do, I mean, you know, I really hope when I have children that that's how they find their creativity, you know? by imagine they're using their imagination and playing where rather rather than being stuck with their head in the phone or you know tv or or computer or something yeah so i love that (laughs) we did have like little weird things because we didn't have we only had like one one doll that could be a baby so whenever one of us wanted to like have a baby and the other one had the baby (laughs) we had to do something for the baby to stop being there for one of us i don't know i remember like traffic accidents and stuff like that oh, <laughs> it was that, horrible that, i mean yes. that that is that's um, creative i like that <laughs> traffic accidents oh. uh it was uh like look in hindsight i don't know if uh, if we I don't know what that meant about our mental health at the moment but i guess <laughs> we just wanted to share the baby uh <laughs> Um, when I asked you to be on a podcast and to talk about bravery was that something that came to your mind that you thought oh I really need to uh, talk about this because do you know what I don't know if it's that my brain has switched off or what but when you said it I was like oh I love it I love the I love the um, concept but then I thought bravery I just I think um, it's like what you feel may be brave and what I may feel feel is brave could be different yeah. you know so so yeah I didn't think of anything in particular but I just thought you know what one may call bravery another may not yes yeah yeah that's again that's like something that I I do agree with and I think that one of the reasons I started the podcast because a lot of people tell me I'm brave and I'm like I'm, and I no, I'm not but I get can I ask why uh things like moving country being in a country that's not my first language uh changing careers what was your first career? I worked in science. I was a biochemist and I worked in cancer research. Wow. Yes. Oh my goodness. How long? Uh, well, I like I've, I went through a master's degree and then worked for a couple of years in it. So, what? Do you know what? I feel like I know this actually partly, but that's incredible. And then you just were like, bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> I did. See, the thing is, is I, sorry, go on. Oh, is it? Phrasing. Yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, I was going to say that it wasn't that like that uh, radical. It wasn't like, oh, bye bye. It was like a process of, oh, I'm not very happy in, in this, so I'm going to try and do something different. And it wasn't directly, oh, I'm going to work in comedy. No, it was like a long process of, of uh, <laughs> figuring out what I wanted to do. See, see, for me, I, uh, whether I think that, I think it's incredible that you've done that. But I don't know if I would say, yeah, that's definitely bravery. But I think, I definitely think I rate people that take chances. You know, like I'm talking to my mum about this recently. You know, I think that for us to progress and to move forward, you have to take chances. And that's what you've done. And I think that's incredible. 
Yeah, and I like uh, on the podcast that came out uh, on the episode that came out uh, yesterday. Uh, my guest defined bravery. Stefan, I think you know him. Yeah. Define bravery as uh, something that is in the eye of the be of the beholder. So people will tell you you have been brave. I agree. Uh, but you may not think you have been brave. And in that, within that, have have people tell told you before that you were so brave for doing something? It's funny because people do tell me that I'm brave because I have an autoimmune disease and um, I've lived with it. I thought recently, I'd re yesterday I realised it was only four years I've lived with it, but I thought that I've known I've had it. I thought it was five and people are like, oh my gosh, you're so brave that, you know, you just get on and blah, 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 blah. But you, it's, as I said before, it's not because I'm brave. It's just I have no choice. Yeah. I have to get up and take my medication. I have to carry on and try and live life. And, and actually for a while... When I first got diagnosed, I was so ill. I was just like, well, that's it then. And I just laid on my sofa, couldn't move because my arms, I couldn't lift up my arms. And my partner was like, get up and get out. And I was like, ah, okay, you know, so I was like, and I walked, I walked from my house to Camberwell and I remember feeling like I was in a black box. But that's not bravery. It's just, uh, you have to, I have to get on. Otherwise, what am I going to do? Lay down and die. You know, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's when people have said that I've been brave. Other than that, oh, you know, because I've experienced racism, but that's not being brave either. You know, it's something that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with the autoimmune disease, you've started also recently an Instagram account where you uh, post stuff about recipes and stuff. And I, that's another thing that I find interesting is how much, how much of that. Did you get from uh, a doctor that was accompanying you or how much of that is things that you've researched yourself in order to be able to live better with the condition you have? It's 100% things that I have researched myself. The doctor has given me, and I, you know, NHF, sorry, the NHS have been absolutely amazing. I have to say that they have. But I think they're so overrun that they just think one size fits all and it's not true. You know, I got given my put on my medication and told it's fine. This is going to make you feel better. You're going to lose weight. You're going to because I put on loads of weight. You're going to lose the weight. You're going to feel better. You're going to your hair's going to start growing back. All of these, you know, the, the, the fatigue and the pain you're feeling in your body, the muscle weakness is all going to disappear. And it never. And in lockdown, I got really bad for about a week. I, I couldn't get out of bed. I got really, really bad. And, and I said to myself, do you know what? I can't. Because even before that, I before I spent the week in bed, I, I couldn't bend down without, you know, like, oh, you know, like, <laughs> sorry. I just saw my face while I did that. <laughs> sorry. But I'd be bending down like, oh, you know, and I'm like, my body doesn't feel like my age. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going to try and researched some other stuff and I done it and literally I think I've been doing it now maybe six months and I feel like a completely different person the black fog and that doesn't even mostly make any sense but there was like this heaviness in my head that I didn't even realize was there I knew that I had brain fog and I would forget things but that has now been lifted and it's 100% things that I researched. Yeah. So sorry. Waffle in, waffle in. But yeah. Waffle, waffle ahead. <laughs> we, that's what we want with the podcast. But yeah, I also have a, a very common condition. Apparently, it affects one in 10 people with uh, ovaries. I have uh, polycystic ovaries. Uh, and I feel like every time I oh, go to the you. doctor to complain about something that I'm feeling that is related to that, they just... Um, 
tell me to take I don't know another pill or whatever and then I have headaches for a week I don't know it's it's not good and I also do a lot of it by myself like I research a lot of it by myself and there's like people who have uh, Instagram accounts that are um, geared towards um, reproductive system diseases and stuff like that so yeah it's really weird have you found something that works better for you yeah but it sometimes changes because i think hormones like everything that's related to hormones will then change as well when when you're stuck inside a house for seven months which i haven't i haven't been stuck inside a house but things when things like that change i think it affects your hormones as well yeah i agree I agree. It's um it's you know as you say I don't I don't or as I said before I don't think you know I can't say oh it's the, the it's just that the doctors are crap or rubbish. I think it really is that partly you know um capitalism yeah. but then also um you know to give you another pill you know it's all it's all money isn't it. But um yeah I think it's just that they they're overrun and we have to do our own research but um what was I going to say? You said about the take another pill. I, I think that, you know, like you take a pill, I've taken pills for anemia. Then it says if you take it, take um the, those iron tablets for the anemia, eventually you're going to start having problems with your bones. And it's like you take the pill, it causes another issue. So you have to take another pill. but And then that causes another issue. So you have to keep take, start taking all these pills. And it's just like, before you know it, you're eating, you're swallowing bloody 50 pills a day, you know? Yeah. <sighs> So I think it's good for us to do our own research. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that you can do through 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 your feeding. This is not how you say it, but yes, through like what you eat and through stuff. Your, I'm so through what you eat um, that makes your life better sometimes, and also like by moving your body and yeah. exercising and stuff like that. I think there should be less of a, vo- a focus. I'm really angry with that campaign from the government telling people to lose weight uh, and stuff like that. And I think that's like the wrong campaign because I think what they should tell people is to move, eat well, without any objective of losing weight or whatever. Just because it is good for you to move and eat well and stuff like that. Yeah. And we actually feel so much better because I've lost a bit of weight and it and I, from doing this autoimmune protocol diet that I do. But it's a lifestyle, so I shouldn't call it a diet. It's not something I'm not going to go back to eating the other way because I, I don't want to feel unwell. But um, I done it not with the intention of losing weight, bearing in mind um, the autoimmune disease Hashimoto's that I have. It's, you know, it causes weight gain because you're... you're um, basically your whole body's shutting down so you can't it doesn't matter how little you eat your body even if i even if i ate 100 calories a day my body cannot transfer that into energy to then burn any fat so even if i ate 100 calories and worked out i wouldn't lose any weight but um but so oh goodness so yeah the eating thing uh, eat eat better and move to feel better i think as you say is the way to go because because you know eventually it might you know it yeah i just yeah we're gonna feel better basically and also like if the government does get involved in stuff like that and we know the government is shit but if the government does get involved in stuff like that they be we know as well that bad food sometimes is cheaper than good food for you so maybe the government should be changing things in that field (laughs) change exactly but also there's so many foods 
that have hidden ingredients. Well, I'm saying hidden, but, you know, I picked up a packet of um, prawns the other day. And then I thought, oh, let me just double check quickly. And they had sugar and some other stuff in. And I'm like, mm, I don't have, basically the food that I eat now doesn't have any additives, you know, no um, uh, sulfites, nothing that's going to preserve, no preservatives or anything like that. But literally you pick things up that you would expect to have nothing in and it and it's it has stuff in. Yeah. So, you know. Give us, give us food that has nothing in for cheaper. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and the, yeah, yeah, and the good stuff for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was lovely. I don't have any more questions for you except for the last one, which is if you have any plugs you want to share with us. Oh, thanks. Uh, all plugs. Oh, on the 8th of December, I will be on um, 8 Out of 10 Cats. Oh, so great. please check that out. Yeah, very exciting. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure if this would be out beforehand, but the Emily Atak show, I'm in a couple of the sketches on that, which it will be on ITV very soon as well. It's exciting. Yeah, you can ca catch uh, Verona on TV a lot, a lot lately. So yeah, it's it's almost no no matter when this uh, podcast comes out. If you turn on your TV, you may may as well may may <laughs> catch Verona there. Oh, thank you. I'm so grateful that you had um, invited me as well. Oh, I, thank you so much for, for accepting my invitation. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me at, at Beats on Twitter and Instagram for all Dowdy updates. As all podcasts will tell you, all rates and reviews will be super welcome. And do share the podcast with your friends or on your socials. Hashtag DowdyPod. I would also like to know your pics of people who, to you, are examples of bravery share them on your reviews or put them at me huge huge thank you to champagne for the podcast jingle and a bunch of other things that are podcast related if you've enjoyed listening to dowdy have some spare to give and would like to support me and help me improve on my tech and skills all tips are welcome through paypal and coffee on at mariana's beats i've been mariana Feijó. until next week